Have you ever stepped out of your car directly into a puddle? If so, you might be having a moderately mediocre Monday. Hey everybody! <laughs> okay, um, yeah. Welcome to the Moderately Mediocre Podcast, a show where we take, like, moderate amounts of research to bring you guys... Mediocre products! <laughs> mediocre products. I, I am Richard. And I'm TJ, and we are your hosts for this evening, unfortunately for you. I'm so sorry everyone, but also... not at all. How are no. you? I am moderate. Moderate is about all we can ask for. Uh, what's been going on? I haven't... Uh, it's So, to the listeners, this has been episode four. Yep. To us, this has been like four months. <laughs> yep. Feels like a very long time. I went away to go visit my family, and then I came back and needed a vacation, but didn't get one, so still need a vacation. Um, I get it. Yeah, what's new in your life? What is new in my life? Uh, not a lot, actually. Well, I can say for a fact that one of the wonderful infrastructures of our hometown is currently in under construction. In flux, in constant flux. In constant, and it makes my commute to my job about... 20 to 30 minutes more. And imagine if it wasn't like that at any point in the year, because as far as I can remember, it's been under construction. Yeah, they say it's like a three-year plan, and oh it's been God. it's been one week since you looked at me. Get him with him when he was sorry. Yeah, so that's been annoying. I mean, I guess it's necessary to keep up with, you know, infrastructure and stuff. Yeah, but, but like... You'd think that at this point they would be able to come up with a fix that's like, hey, we've made a meaningful fucking fix that lasts more than two goddamn weeks and it took us only a year. But instead they're like, hey, we've been working on this for a year. Uh, we've got to fix it in a week. Yeah. It's terrible. It's I terrible. Just, I would just like to see how they've done the Confederation Bridge. They haven't. That's what I mean. Like, how how has that lasted for this long without having to do anything? It's a figment of your imagination. Everything's an illusion. Shit. Um, but yeah, other than that, I don't think really anything else. The housing market is still ridiculous. Housing market's ridiculous. <sighs> hey, we got cruise ships coming in for the first time in over two years. We do. We do. Yeah. That's yep. a lot of people, yeah. Yeah. We had one. We had one. Uh, we got another one coming up soon that is one of the largest ships literally on the ocean. 5,400 passengers. Wild. Wild. Well, I mean, good for them. Hope you're ready to get COVID again. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming around again. I, uh, I've i had a few people, not in my circle, but like in my periphery of my circle, be like, yeah, I'm starting to get a little sick. And I'm like, meh. <laughs> All I'm right. out. I'm out. <laughs> Gotta go. I keep forgetting that regular sickness is something that can happen. Mm. No, I know. And I kind of feel like lately it's been a lot. Like, I normally never get sick. 
and really this year i feel like i've just gotten more weird like have you, have you gotten sick like with covid no just in general yeah like i've gotten oh. i've gotten like weird like nasally stuff like normally i get like the 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 critical like hey fever where my eyes are itchy and i hate summer and but i love summer because winter's worse it's also not summer no but it's starting to become i take a nose spray every single day well there's the problem all of the year yeah to like prepare for hay <laughs> fever season this does is what it, i'm saying does it work i mean it's worked better than better than not that. okay Last time I tried doing a nasal spray, it made me sneeze for like six hours, so I stopped. Oh, yeah, I don't think that's supposed to happen. I don't think so, but... Logan, is that supposed to happen? Not really, no. should really work in about a week or so. Okay. If you use the decongestants, they work like instantly, but if you use them for more than three days, then you're going to get congestion twice as bad. And you heard it here, folks. I don't think you actually heard anything. I don't think you actually heard anything. For those at home, we consulted the in-house pharmacist because we have that budget. And he basically said that we should not have any of those experiences unless you're actually allergic, I guess, to it. Turns out I'm just kind of fucked up. Well, we all knew that. Oh. Anyway, what did you bring me today? (laughs) So on the note of infrastructure and on the note of people not doing anything about it or not finding a solution or whatever have you, I kind of come to you with the discussion point more so than anything. It's not necessarily an article. I'm kind of throwing a you on me when you said last, was it last I don't want to say last week. No, it it wasn't last week. It was our last last recording session. Um, Yeah, where it's like conceptual discussion thought. I like it. Um, So I've been grappling with this whole idea of everything so freaking expensive and how people lived before there was like an abundance of money and whatnot have you. And... I want to like ask you the question before we get into it. What would you think the world would be like without money? So a world without money. Do you mean, are we talking conceptual like? Like just say for example, like people, the government, I don't know, who, whoever decides whatever. They're sure, like, but there's a few right, ways. Money no that, longer has value. There's a few ways that we can go about this. Are you talking about a society where money suddenly ceases to exist as a value or a society where they don't rely on money as a currency? Let's explore both. Let's do the, do the latter first because that's kind of where I'm going, like a, a society that doesn't rely on money. Okay. Uh, so such a thing would be like a trade society, basically. Uh, but would it? Yeah, absolutely it would be. Because like, if we don't have money, then we rely on other things to give one another like uh, um, value, basically. It would be the kind of deal where you're like, I raise chickens, and I'd be like, I hammer nails. I'll trade you 27 nails for a chicken, and you'd be like, Dope. Sure, sure. Sure, buddy. Yeah, okay. But it's that kind of deal. But then currency comes in and it's this kind of artificial go-between for these two things where suddenly I don't need to give you nails for this chicken. I can give you this fake currency. So you can give me the chicken and I'll give you some of this shit. Right. But, so, 
if there wasn't a trades relationship put in place, what other options could you possibly have? Like, are there any other options? Like, for goods and services yeah. that you're talking about? Yeah. I mean, you can get into the talk of, like, the communes where we get into, like... Actually, I don't want to say specifics here because I don't know that any of these communes or that kind of thing. But it's like a harmonious conglomeration, basically, where everyone's kind of working towards the greater good. Where it's like, if I'm a blacksmith, I provide everyone with nails and horseshoes and weapons. Right, right, We don't need weapons in this society. Well, yeah. But but that's that's what you're talking about. Like, the baker provides everyone with bread. You're talking a communist society. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. But like, yeah, kind of. It's just, it's, I don't know. It's it's interesting because as I was doing my little deep dive, you know, as, <laughs> rabbit as hole, I was, basically it started out as me just being like, okay, what, like, would the people of the internet think about, you know, a, a society where money doesn't, ha- no, like it has no value anymore. And trades and like that trades um, relationships were highly like, mentioned Mm. but then there was a lot of people who kind of commented I guess in forums and stuff saying that these societies wouldn't really exist or they wouldn't they wouldn't succeed in the sense that like of of money because there would be people who are um, kind of being selfish being greedy taking like the things that don't belong to them yeah type thing but then at the same time, I thought, well, isn't that what's happening with money right now? Well, absolutely. But it's the same kind of deal. If you take money... So so observing the first option here, where if money suddenly stopped being a factor, like tomorrow, if mm-hmm. they were just like, hey, all money's worthless, yeah, we would delve into absolute chaos. Absolute chaos. I think so, too. But Because especially seeing as like, the people that are rich now would still be the highest on the chart. They've got the most stuff that they can still use. But wouldn't they also be the most of currency? targeted? No. In the sense that now they have the most stuff and they can't really employ people to protect them because their loyalty doesn't lie. I mean, not. I'm not saying that. Yeah. Sometimes it, of course, lies with the sure. person. But like, in terms of money, what do you think people are staying in their jobs for? Well, of course, but they still have the most stuff. They could use cars, they could use housing, they could use whatever. Like, I, if money disappeared tomorrow and I'm just this fucking lowly, shitty person that I am, (laughs) I have nothing to offer to anyone that would make them, like, allied to me, besides my natural charm and charisma. Oh, natural charm and charisma. That's me. (laughs) <laughs> but I think, like, it, it's it's interesting that you say that because then it's like you're still basing your values on the goods that you currently have. And well, where you say yeah. that you don't have any, <laughs> I'm not saying you haven't, you don't have any, but. No, but I, I am just, I am but a wee poor boy. But, I mean, compared to, I guess, like, compared to Bezos like, or something. Bezos, I got but, dick all. But then it's like, if the society doesn't actually value materialistic things and is mm. instead working towards a common interest. So, yeah, so so that takes us to an entire third category where society no longer values material gain. Mm. Uh, have you watched Star Trek at all? Are you 
No. So the whole plot behind Star Trek, you know, they go to star to the stars. I'm starting to think I'm gonna have to watch this and you order might to, have like, to relate I feel like I've to brought these. it up a few times. You've brought it up multiple times. But like their whole thing is like space, the final frontier, to go where no man has whatever. And like Spock, right? Yeah. With the with the with the hand thing? Yeah, yeah, with the hand thing. What does that mean? I I want to say it's e. their sign of peace. No, no E.T.'s... Uh, never mind, we're going to move on from that. But okay. anyway, so their whole thing is that society has kind of like the, the, the Vulcans, who is Spock's alien race, came to Earth, they found Earth, Earth decided like, hey, we're not alone in the galaxy anymore. We can put our resources together. We can pool things together. We can go off and explore the stars. So monetary wealth stopped being a thing. Everyone became interested in science and moving forward and knowledge and all that kind of stuff. Okay. So they all work together as a human race rather than being like, I'm American. <laughs> I'm not American and I'm going right. to fight you because I ain't. Right. So it stopped being that kind of deal and it moved into this where everyone kind of works together. So anyway, like, yeah, yeah. that is the ideal sort of like Eden society that we could get into, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> and you're... It's not going to happen. All Society's right. too divided. Everyone hates each other. Yeah. I... Like, okay, actually, I do have a very quick theory on yeah, this. Yeah, go. We will never become that legitimately unless there is, like, an alien threat from space where we can band together as a human race. I personally... Was hoping COVID would do this. <laughs> well, I, I mean, would, the climate crisis also didn't do that to people. Which yeah, exactly. It's so, also a crisis. So we, we, <laughs> we legitimately need an enemy that we can put a face on because we're humans and we're shitty people and we always have to be fighting wars against something. something. So if there was an alien race that came down one day and was like, hey, fuck humans, we're going to kill you. And then the humans were like, fuck you, we're going to kill you. I can guarantee that like, the states and China and Europe and Canada would band together and be like, we're going to build some nukes to blow them out of the sky. And you're like, oh, God. I guess. It's kind of a sad thought, but I like. I think, like, I was doing another, like, a, a an adjacent, an adjacent search. I love Jason. <laughs> He's a great guy. Um, <laughs> and I came across this guy who basically founded this thing called the uh, the free economy community. Okay. So instead, like this man has been living, I don't, I don't know when it was done, actually. I should, again, this is a, an indication that whenever you do anything <laughs> in terms of like researching online, you should really take it with a grain of salt. Thankfully, this is a moderately mediocre podcast where all we do is a mediocre amount. Yes, where our sodium intake is far larger than... It's We way... take everything with grains of salt. Sodium is far too big a part of my diet. Anyway, continue. Sorry. Um, yeah, so he... You'd think I'd know his name by now, but eh. I don't. I'll get it later. I'll insert it here. And then... Um, <laughs> I, I hope. Anyways, he founded this like community, which is kind of parallel to that commune thing talking, that you're talking about. Yeah, so did, did he where, found a community or a commune? It's, it's called the free economy community it's where nobody commune. where nobody pays anything and like nobody uses money like he lives a moneyless life okay and he basically relies on nature and 
altruism and community within like the people that he talks to to live his life sure and he has like a whole ted talk on it um but basically it it was interesting because it's it's nice to think that you can rely on what you have like obviously in in our lifetime we've never experienced that like yes of course like i go out foraging but it's actually just to go out and see if i can forage yeah and i don't really bring anything of value home i just am too afraid to eat it because i'm afraid it's going to poison (laughs) me and then i end up having a pocket full of berries that mush up in my pocket and then i just have to do a load of laundry so it's literally not foraging i've got a pocket got a pocket full of mushrooms well yeah that's like i really want to get into that and so like i want to I want to be better at using the resources and like the foraging things that like I can bottle and whatever. But he he says that we can't necessarily as like a human in, in our society right now uh, separate, I guess, like our, what we do is sorry, is separate nature from our needs. Yeah. So we don't see our food being made. We don't see the cattle being killed we don't see hey speak for yourself i grew up on a farm okay maybe you maybe you (laughs) maybe the farm folks who who see it every day no but you're you're totally right but we're so far removed from that so we don't have like an appreciation as much for for our things anymore like same thing with our clothes like we don't and he was he was making the argument where basically if you if you grew your vegetables, if you grew all of the produce that you eat, you would be less likely to throw it out than what you are now when yep. the greens go rancid when, when in the, the green, fridge. When the greens go gray. Yeah, it gets all soggy yeah. and weird and smells like seaweed and it's just sad. And <laughs> then you just throw it out in the garbage and it goes to a landfill and then we never think about it ever again. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. So like his moneyless life has kind of led him to appreciate the food that he eats, the clothes he wears, the people that he talks to and the community that he's building. And it's sure. like kind of like, whoa, this is, this is, it's more than just living without money. It's like kind of going back to your roots. It's a commune. Well, yes, I guess. Like, and that's... <laughs> That's how they get you. But like, you know... A commune is not necessarily a bad thing. It's well, just a community built to be a community. Right. I don't know that that's the actual definition, but it's I like... I don't know either. You know, a, but, a community yeah. based on bettering itself via the people inside. Yeah. That's also not the definition. Don't quote me on no, that. No, no. something like that. You know, you know. But then like when you think about it, isn't that what we should be all trying to do? Perhaps, but at the same time, that's what technology and moving forward has supposed to have taken us out. We've stopped being these tiny little communities on the fringe society of everything else, and we've become international communities. Like, one of my best friends lives in Hong Kong. I can contact her at any point of the day that I want, and I can chat with her. Right. I mean, hope she goes to bed sometimes, but... Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that aside, I can talk to somebody halfway across yeah, the world... that's fair. ...in a matter of seconds. Right. Whereas a commune is, like... You're more, like, I guess... Cut off. From... Everything. I, I know, I guess. But it's just, it, like... And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just, it's not the society we have developed. We've developed away from that. And I don't know if it's a good or bad thing. I think we've we've gotten to the edge where it's started to become a bad thing. Because capitalism, baby. Yeah. I'm making finger guns, but. 
it's just difficult to to digest I guess like if it I don't know like you you can make up your own mind whether or not it's a good or bad thing sure yeah and I mean maybe to some people it's great uh to me it's not it means I have to pay a lot of rent and I'm broke yeah and I think though like (laughs) he he ends one of his TED talks with like the hope that obviously nobody's gonna be out here burning their wallets and and you know just cutting like cold turkey being like I'm gonna live a moneyless life now and live an off-grid place and wipe your butt with (laughs) newspaper leaves and stuff but basically saying like if you could try to like be embody like embody the thing that you think that is going to make the world a better place and instead of like living your way like living the it's, it's going sounds, through the motions it sounds I guess. like he wants to move towards a more sustainable planet mm. well i mean wouldn't that be ideal wouldn't it be ideal but i don't know that that is necessarily hand in hand with what we're like a money, with moneyless? A moneyless society no i kind of agree because like be nice to blow those fucking big old corporations out of the water though or at least like like it just really bothers me that people can't be altruistic or like can't be more like empathetic and more like everybody's so self-serving and i understand the need to like take take care of yourself first there is a need to take care of yourself first but it really pisses me off when somebody's out here just to see somebody else fail like that really get like grinds my gears because like i can't fathom that like i sincerely cannot Think of a situation where I want to see somebody fail. No. Even if I don't here. really like them or respect them. Yeah. It's just like I would don't I'd much rather you go to therapy and figure it out. Same. Then yeah, I just want you to be, be upset and miserable. I want people to be happy. I want people to be happy too. Ugh. Anyways, I get really upset about like just figure your shit out and figure be a better human. Out. You could save the world's hunger because you're a billionaire and you can do that. Well, yeah, like, if you could just, like, maybe, like, you could take care of yourself, absolutely, but, like, unfathomable... I can't never say that word. Unfathomably. Unfathomable... Close Unfathomable... Unfathom... Unfathom... Ably. Ably. That's just my word. Now say it together. Unfathomably. There you go. Nice. Okay, good. Um, But, yeah, I, I don't even remember why I was saying that word. <laughs> It's unfathomable to you how people do their thing. Well, it just how, like, you can't, you can't have, like, billions of fucking dollars, right? Like, that's not, like, that's more money than you'll ever need. Oh, it's way more money than you'll ever need. You know, and it's, it's, it's like, why do you need it? It's like a dragon. You got your hoard and you can sit on it. Yeah. And that's it. What are you going to do with it? You can sit on it. Okay. Okay. All right sick have fun do whatever you want to do buddy all right well that's all i have for mine it was a good little discussion i like that i can talk on and on and on and on and on but it was like a boring and just (laughs) randy so we can move on um and here's to cracked canoe with the weather report Hi everyone, in this week's news, the NHL playoffs have started, and the Leafs are going to lose again, and I'm sad. And back to you, Richard. Alright, so I've brought you something totally different. Uh, we just had a really good discussion about things. I'm going to take you somewhere that's not 
discussion worthy really <laughs> nice i love that uh have you, have you ever heard of the <clears throat> vishakanya <laughs> i'm sorry what uh the vishakanya aka okay, the, how do you spell it v-i-s-h-a space k-i-n-y-a kanya vishakanya yeah it's it's indian i'm working on my pronunciations you're okay you're doing great uh, A.K.A. the Poison Damsels or the Poison Girls. I am so intrigued. All right. So come with me, if you will. I will. To ancient India. Ancient? Ancient How India. How far We're back? talking like two, 250 B.C. Jesus. E. Yeah. Okay. No, Jesus wasn't here. <laughs> he yet. was. No, <laughs> he didn't show up yet. This was before him, according uh, to the, no. the, the dates. Anyway. Um. My brother in Christ. My brother in Christ was not <laughs> born. <laughs> anyway, uh, so the, the, the poison damsels, or the Vishakanya, um, according to this, were a group of female assassins, basically, uh, in the employ of Indian kings that would take out, like, high-target men. I am so loving this. Okay, yeah. keep going. <laughs> so you're about to love it a little bit less. Oh, no. So the process of selecting these girls was very, very difficult uh, and incredibly deadly. Uh, they, they had to be born under a certain conjunction of the planets. I don't really know what that part was about. I didn't read into it. Astrology. A lot of the source text that I was reading from was in Sanskrit, and I'm afraid I don't read Sanskrit. <clears throat> what is that? It's like an ancient Indian text. Oh, cool. Yeah, I, no, I am completely ignorant to all of this. I oh, no, no worries, okay. no worries. Anyway, um, so the, the, the girls had to be born under like a certain conjunction of the planets and have a naturally gifted immune system. Uh, how do you think they discovered the naturally gifted oh, immune no. system? Yeah, no, they started testing them with poisons. According to this, on their second day after birth, so they would they would legitimately start feeding them like micro doses of poison, and the ones holy that, crap the ones that survived would go on to the, the the next stage. The ones that didn't would be dead. Just didn't. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so according to the text, they were trained in all aspects of various arts. Like, uh, have you watched like the Black Widow movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So spoiler: so anyone who hasn't watched the Black Widow movie, they're like assassins basically trained yeah. to infiltrate and kill important people uh so assassins assassins exactly so these women were trained in like painting dance poetry cooking da 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 but also they were treated like incredibly well in the king's court so these were like the king's assassins uh-huh. uh and they were given like jewelry clothing excellent houses and stuff like that from the king um so Supposedly, according to the texts, because there's like there's a bunch of various texts on this. I'll get into that a little mm-hmm. bit later. But according to the texts, uh, these girls were raised with like doses of poison being a very big part of their uh, regimen. <laughs> regimen, yeah, 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 like digestive system, basically. Oh my god! So according to this, from their second day after birth, they would be microdosed with poisons until they were like. Until they hit puberty, basically. Oh, my God. And it was believed that they would adapt to this, like, immune 
system poison thing where toxicity would be a part of their body, basically. They would be so, literally said they would be so toxic that they could kill with a touch, which I don't think is totally true. But like the idea is that they would be so, like poison would be in their blood system. It would be like in their body. Right. Since they were born, basically. As like another form of a weapon or something. Yeah, exactly. Which is what they would use as a weapon. Um, So yeah, it was said that basically like their bodily fluids would become increasingly deadly. So primarily, these women would be used to seduce like strong men, sleep with them, kill them via bodily fluids. We don't Mm -hmm. need to do detail for that because I'm sure everyone can picture it. Um, Yeah, they 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 would approach their targets by seducing them and then use various poisons. Interestingly enough, uh, a lot of the books that I read about this stuff, it was saying like they would poison their targets with like poisoned alcohol, but they themselves would be immune to the poison. Oh. So they would drink some of it and be like, yeah, no, it's totally safe. And then the other person would drink it and then die. So like, Were they poison themselves or were they just good at using poison? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. That's something I will bring up in a minute. Um, But there are are, like tales and stuff that they could kill with a single kiss, um, which actually came into like legends and folkloric tales and stuff like that that brought up these kind of like femme fatales that are, you know, like deadly with a kiss kind of deal yeah um it is believed in ancient indian records that like aristotle you know famous yeah, old, yeah. A famous old philosopher fellow uh warned alexander the great of these women and it's even believed that alexander the great potentially died from one of these women by embracing her embracing who okay this is going to be a very stupid question. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Who was Alexander the Great again? Alexander the Great was Alexander the Great. What did he do? He was great. About, for what? He, he conquered was... a lot of the known world at the time. So, uh, colonial? Colonial? No. Ancient, ancient. It's, the land still belonged to somebody. <sighs> Never mind. Anyway. <laughs> Just saying. Um, so, anyway, that, that's kind of like the, the main story of these women, but supposedly they were like incredibly deadly assassins that would kill via being poisonous themselves. Like That is wild. Yeah. Um, as I was reading it, there were certain words that had been translated into English that came with like... You know, the poison woman kind of became like the Naga, which are uh, poisonous folkloric things from somewhere. But also Nagini, which if you're familiar with Harry Potter, is the name of Voldemort's snake. Oh. So, yeah, it's, it's all it's all the kind of folkloric stuff. Interesting. Yeah. and It what, also reminds me of Charlie's Angels a little. <laughs> yeah. No, but like legitimately, except if Charlie's Angels like killed people by... You know, ride, Kissing them or something. Ride and they dick until they oh. die. Wow, 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 wow. I've been feeling fun, babe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, good lord. 
That's wild. Where am I going from this? I don't know. But um, maybe you've been poisoned. Maybe I have. It wasn't probably. me, though, I promise. It wasn't you. It's just my own. I don't have that ability. It's my own stupidity. Um, Yikes. But yeah, no, like there's a lot of skepticism in this. Like I said, mm-hmm. um, I was reading on some Reddit threads and they're like, yo, humans don't actually have the ability to like withhold toxicity like that. Ooh, there's that's no, another point I've never yeah, thought. Okay, There's cool. no like glands that can withhold toxicity. They keep so, it in their body. Yeah. So like the only way that you'd be sweating out toxins is if you literally just inhaled the poison, which is possible. Like, mm-hmm. Yes, but I don't think it would work that way. Yeah, I don't know either. Because it would need to be metabolized somewhere, right? Yeah, exactly. And I, we don't have a body thing that can do that. Well, it depends on what the toxin is, because if it's the liver. But still, yeah. again, yeah, yeah, yeah. it wouldn't be in your... You wouldn't be like sweating In your saliva or something, yeah. Uh, have you seen The Princess Bride? Yes, but you're going to have to remind me about what this... Well, there, there's a part where he's doing like this game with the smart guy who goes inconceivable, and he's yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. and he puts deadly iocane powder into one of the cups. Yes, but in reality, he puts it in both cups. But he's been spending the past ten years developing an immunity to it. Yes. Right? So anyway, it's it's that sort of situation where like these women were supposedly immune to these poisons, which isn't impossible. Possible, I don't think. No, you can microdose. You can I microdose. Think. So like. Again, with with the text, they literally say, like, they would poison the other person's alcohol and then drink some of it, but not die from it, and the other person would die from it. And I think that's much more... Plausible. L- yeah, much more plausible. Yeah. Um, Mythbusters. They need to get on this. Yeah, more or less. But, like, <laughs> I, I think in reality, it's probably just that they were, like, genuinely trained assassins kind of deal. Uh, probably very good with poison, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then folklore tales came where, like, oh, this incredibly beautiful woman went in with our commander, and when she came out, he was poisoned. It must have been that harlot's poisoned pussy. Oh, my heavens. (laughs) (laughs) What a claim. What a claim. But, no, like, the rest of my notes are just kind of reiterating that fact. But I think I think that is the most likely scenario of it, where it was just like these genuinely trained assassin females. Came that, in, they were immune. Well, they, they wouldn't even have to be immune. I think that it's just kind of the deal where, like, maybe they did seduce the person that they were going for. Right. And then they would go behind closed doors. Was it important people that they were killing? Or yes. Like- yeah, so, what? like... Again, I guess you don't really know who Alexander the Great was. But I mean, like, I've heard of him, yes, but, like, I really have never asked the question of who he was. Fair enough, but judging by the name, he's clearly someone quite important. Mm. Alexander the Great? Yeah. Alexander the Great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else. No. He... I, is he, like, when was he around again? Or, I mean, oh, Aristotle, but, like... Uh, anyway, he, he was, like, B.C. Still, I okay, can't so very remember long, the long, exact long. date. I should remember. I'm a historian. Welcome to the Moderately Mediocre Podcast. It's fine. Everything's Sorry, fine. Sorry, Anyway, he was like the conqueror of like, you know, most of the known world at that time. He was a conqueror. He was a conqueror. He led like the greatest empire until Genghis Khan, basically, who you've maybe heard yes, of. Yes, heard of him, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. Um, but anyway, no, like, it's... In Indian folklore, at least, it's believed that he might have been killed by one of these women. Ooh. Spooks. Spooks. Sus. 
a little bit sus. But anyway, uh, yeah, no, that's uh, that's the, the the poison damsels. The uh, yeah, what are they shit, I closed my. Also, book. kind of reminds me of is it? I don't. I'm gonna butcher this name. Uh, but in Avatar, the Kiri- Kiyoshi. The warriors? Kiyoshi warriors? No, those are just female warriors. Aren't they assassins too? Like maybe. Uh, these are the the Vishakanya. Vishakanya. And I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong. I don't. I don't speak Indian. Me neither. But. Uh, in the most recent movie that I can think of that I've seen this, like... Because this is big in folklore. It's, it's, it's in a lot of places. Uh, the most recent movie I can think of that I've seen it in was uh, The Wolverine, starring Hugh Jackman. Yeah. And there's this woman who She says not having watched the film. Hey, that's fair. Anyway, there's this woman in it who... Uh, her, her power is that she's like... a poison serpent seductive beautiful woman who like seduces men and poisons them what to death oh my god so like it's it's everywhere it's, it's, a, it's a thing like it's a thing. now that i've told this to you you'll probably start seeing, seeing it, it around yeah and it doesn't always necessarily have to do with like legitimate poison it can like the femme fatale fatale fit, the femme fatale <laughs> Um, you're doing great aspect where it's kind of like this beautiful woman that kind of like poisons your mind basically right like drives you to seductress yeah like a a poisonous seductress basically who poisons your mind and drives you to cheat and all this bad stuff but it's all kind of derived from the same source basically cool Uh, so yeah i really like that I mean, I like the fact that they're, like, badass. Badass, killing men, great stuff. Don't really like the fact that, like, many, um, many a woman's has probably died well, in infancy from this. Well, that's the price of, uh... Like, I wonder if they go... Uh, poison. I wonder if they go out and, like, did they solicit? Like, did you have a baby on this day? If so, we've got to poison it, just to be sure. Did you have a child on this day? If so, we've got a poison just for you. Pay five shillings and you'll find it yourself. I don't know, something like that. Something but, like that? But, I don't know. It was, it was a long time ago. I'm sure that they could probably just walk up to people and be like, hey, we're taking that kid. And they were like, okay, I've got 18 others. <laughs> oh my God. I've got 18 others. Have to populate the world somehow. Exactly, and oh depopulate via poison. That's, yeah, I guess that will control that aspect, wouldn't it? Dark. Very dark. Anyway, that's what I got for you today. Cool. All right, I'm going to do a flash round just to end it all off. Oh, my God, okay. Um, yes or no? Ugh. Okay. Would you... Yes. ...live in a commune? Yes. Do I get to create the commune? There's no, there's no follow-up questions here. Shit, this okay. This is a flash round. Continue, continue. <laughs> Would you rather <laughs> go? Would you rather be one of your Vishakanya or or this isn't a yes or no question? I mean, it's a flash round, but right, being right, slow. Right, I'm being right. slow because I'm trying to literally think of it up on the spot. Okay, would you rather be a Vishakanya or would you rather be Alexander the Great? <laughs> oh, shit. Alexander the Great. Even though he died by one of them? Fuck. Yeah. Because, like, I feel like she, <laughs> she a... has the last laugh then. Yeah, but also he owned most of, like, the known world at the time. 
What is this known world we speak of? I'm being vague because I can't remember the actual boundaries of this stuff. But also, like, he's still talked about today. And so are they. You read them. Yeah, only because I read them. Uh, Okay. uh, Alexander the Mediocre. Oh, fuck. That's us. Um, Would you rather... No, that's not a yes or no question. It's okay. I asked you one. Yes or no. Oh, God. Money? I mean, I want to say no, but I have to say yes. Money? I have to say yes. Okay, well, uh, you disproved your own theory. It's not my theory to disprove. I don't care. All I'm saying is that it's difficult because I just don't... The problem is I don't have any, so it's like, it'd be nice to just see what it's like (laughs) in in the interim, and then, then I can decide whether or not I want to live without it. No, that's fair. That's fair. I already know what it's like to live without it. You're not wrong on that. Okay. Same. Um, and you get one last question, and then we're going to peace out. Fuck. Okay, one last question. Uh, you poisonous? No, but you a toxic bitch. Ooh. Yeah, I'm like a Britney Spears song. <laughs> Don't you know that you're toxic? Fun fact, that's about those women. Really? No. Oh. I'm more of like a if you seek Amy type of girl <laughs> okay anyway this has been the moderately mediocre podcast uh thank you all for listening if you have listened this far if not oh my god i just realized that that's about having <laughs> <laughs> that's not what i meant oh my god <laughs> So like I was saying, this has been the Moderately Mediocre Podcast. Thank you all for listening. Thanks for being here. And we'll see you next time. See you next time. And remember that everything you read on the internet is not true. And you should probably do your own research before actually (laughs) spreading more lies. So peace. Bye.